I whisper some sexy things to you guys. <laughs> Go on, tell me. Okay, something. tell us more. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to Table for Five with No Reservations. Take a seat at the table for a fresh, sweet, salty, tart, and pleasantly bitter conversation. This episode is brought to you by Sensational You. As moms to autistic individuals, we here at the table know all too well the struggle to find clothes that work for our children. That is why we are excited to be teaming up with Sensational You. They are a new company that is here to make the fashion industry more inclusive because every child is unique and should be celebrated. Sensational You believes that clothing helps children to discover and express who they are as individuals and takes this one step further by meeting their functional needs as well. They have items like stimuli-reducing hoodies, sensory-friendly joggers, compression-lined tees, and much more. Everything is guaranteed to have no tags and flat seams. Perfect for our kids. Check them out at shopsensationalu.com and use code tableforfive for 5 for free shipping. ShopSensationalU.com and use code table for 5 all one word, for free shipping. Sensational You, because fashion is for all. Thank you for taking a seat at the table. Tonight, we will be discussing our life hacks for interior design. Of course, these are not what patterns are the best, what textures are the coolest, and what's on trend. We're talking about how our kids on the spectrum need different things, and the function of that often takes over the cute factor. Um, tonight with me, I have Kimmy McIsaac. Hello. Jamie Ramos. Hi. Jen Dunn. Hello, everyone. Tabitha Cabrera. Hello. And this sexy jazz voice of mine is Rachel Flanagan. <laughs> I can't help it, folks. I can't help it. <laughs> Kimmy calls it husky. I prefer sexy jazz voice. To kind of get us started again, I just, I think it's so interesting how I recently was on a walk with my daughter and I could tell that there was a person on the spectrum in the house that we were walking past because there was red lights upstairs in the bedroom. I'm like, oh, good doctor. Um, that has to do with sleep. And then there was a kid swinging in the second story. And I thought like, I'll get that, get that input, kiddo. <laughs> and I wanted to bring a journal right to his mom. Cause when you know, you know, it's sort of like seeing a kid on the iPad blaring in the stretch pants at the Applebee's with their chicken strips. You just know. Anyhow, um, Kimmy, how has life on the spectrum impacted your interior design choices? Well, I just don't know what you mean by that, Rachel. <laughs> Clearly, there's barely any adjustments made to your bill. Yeah, so with my daughter, the most challenging part of her autism is she's very rigid. She's very rigid, and the more rigid she gets, the more controlling she gets. And this is definitely spiked by anxiety, and she doesn't like change. So once something's removed or put in a place, in her mind, that's where that item belongs so yeah she does not like things on the wall she does not like things moved I mean even we bought a new toilet paper holder we had to take it off because she was gonna rip it out of the wall one way or another so it's kind of frustrating sometimes you know you want to decorate for Christmas put some decorations up and she's really just not a fan so a lot of the stuff will come down or she'll just melt down until you move it and sometimes I mean it's just not worth her getting so upset and self-injuring and she just can't handle the change but sometimes what happens is accidentally like you put something somewhere you take it down it always becomes a thing you know like I was trying to clean the counter one day which 
was a mess and she doesn't want anything put into the cabinets because the shit's been on the counter so long that like <laughs> that's where she thinks it goes and she does not want it put into the cabinet so yeah when Kimmy says she doesn't like anything moved it isn't about moving the couch or the lazy boy it's about there's well, this bag for recycling right of course but it's like where the recycling can is and if there's been a paper bag next to it because it was full for too long then that's what's supposed to be there like it's just accepted facts of like, things right for an example like we cleaned up around a holiday because we were having people over and we put a lot of the access blankets that were just like around the house in my bedroom so one day I go to get a blanket out of my bedroom because like the normal blanket that I have on the couch just disappeared and she went insane when I tried to take it out of my room like she did not want it and one of the blankets belongs to my sister and she's like oh there's my blanket I'm like oh yeah yeah take it like get it out of my room you know what I mean and nope Alyssa had a fit I had a sneak when she wasn't around the blanket out of my room and into her room it's just anything and you never know what that thing's gonna be so that's also what's hard so sometimes you're not thinking of something like one day I hung up a calendar I didn't know what she was doing she was having a fit and I'm like what like I'm looking around trying to figure it out and she pointed and I'm like oh you don't want this here and she's like no (laughs) so I'm like okay and I I took it down you know you know you take something down to the paint it doesn't go back up then she doesn't want it back up so it's 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 hard you know and sometimes it's even minor stuff it's just part of her rigidity it's just it's very annoying and sometimes it's like you like you don't even know what the issue is it could be something so like that you you're not even seeing yeah you know so sometimes if you do it when she's not around she'll be okay with it but even like bringing in a new item bringing in a new shelf she just has a really hard time handling it there's not a lot of decoration over here (laughs) yeah Tabs, what about you? There's lots of modifications that we've made. Gate, we have locks on our doors, high locks. We have back or front door chimes if it's opened. And then also like in the evenings, it's on a like, I mean, high pitch, terrible alarm sound if the doors are open. We have similar things to Kim where you, you know if you forget to put the glass down on the table. Nixon went through a phase where he was smashing glasses to hear the sound and so we kind of got rid of a lot of our glassware in the house because it was dangerous and we have climbing and all of our furniture is like weighted to the wall and you know just like safety things that other people might not have to like their bedrooms we have to be real cautious of what's like on top of the dresser what's out at nighttime how long the strings are on the blinds you know which parents do anyway for safety our blinds don't have strings but you know what I mean like overnight there's more precautions that you take Uh, Nora was messing with the blinds at one point and so we had to move her bed up a little bit further because then she would get fixated on the blinds and not go to sleep you know there's just so many modifications along with food like you have to have the certain type of food in the house. If you don't have it, it might be a terrible morning because you don't have the snack that's needed for that day or the regular breakfast or specific shoes, specific clothing. You know, I mean, there's just like so many modifications and it gets flexible over time too. Like my daughter, it, we have a blanket situation where if any blankets are out, they turn into a tent in the house. And then if you take it down after she's Nora's made it the exact way that she wants it, then 
you know, she gets upset the next day that you've removed the tent that she built. So, so many modifications. Um, for safety, we do a lot, a lot of stuff for safety. Toilet locks. Mm-hmm. And that's for both of the kids. You know, things going in the toilet, all kinds of stuff. So, yeah, doors have to stay closed in certain rooms. Gates on the stairs. Even at their age, you know, generally when your kids get older, you kind of take away some of those things and we, we have to keep those things in place. Isn't it weird to find yourself in the baby aisle again? Like I go back there to restock our stuff, our safety stuff. And I'm just like, could you move this? Like, cause it, you're right standing in this infant section, like buying the plugs for the outlets and the ding door things and whatever. The stopper for the sink. Yeah. And two, isn't this for all of life? The eloping biggest terrifying fear in all the planet like we have all the security for eloping and leaving the house and cameras and just for caution purposes even if we did have an instance where the alarm didn't go off or whatever we'd still have a camera to capture what was happening or whatever you know so backups to backups yep (laughs) yep jen how about you um a lot of things like tabitha said but when kaya was younger the specific locks on the doors specific locks on the windows everything is still alarmed every window every door beeps like tabitha was saying Uh, we have cameras in every angle especially on our pool the cameras go in every angle so we can see the entire pool and again i don't know if we I mean, you do, you take those precautions, obviously, with children in general, but my mom had the pool fenced, which we didn't have before, but just because of the increased risk. Uh, special locks on the outside gates that, I, you know, that have to be mm-hmm. on there. Um, and then I have a swing in the middle of my living room, which okay. is, I think, I am very used to it now, but when people come in that haven't seen something like that it, they're kind of like oh what is that you know uh, like Tabitha said we went through a glassware only it wasn't definitely to hear the sound <laughs> it was just a smash time so all glassware was removed at one time it, it ebbs and flows you know I have yeah I you know had not that I'm a knick-knacky person we all know that I don't like clutter I don't like things out but I like decorative things here and there. I don't have a lot out because you just never know when a swipe's going to happen. <laughs> Although I do have some things out now. So yeah, it, it just, you know, kind of like I said, it ebbs and flows. The swing's constant though. My living room, right in the middle of the living room. Yeah. yeah. Ours too. Our swing. Yeah. And, and for her, like all of our kids, things have their place, you know? Mm-hmm. Jamie, how about for you? I'm a lot like everyone else. Like a lot of uh, like what Tab said, we recently actually just got rid of like our baby gates just because they became a safety issue because my son was on them more than them stopping him from going anywhere. So, but things like that, like just a lot of those precautions last a lot longer. We have to have a fridge lock because my son gets into the refrigerator a lot and he'll literally just eat like a block of cheese. So things like that or like pull things out or I caught him the other day, literally scooping ice cream out of a <laughs> with his hands eating it you know boy of my heart <laughs> at least Alyssa, at least Alyssa uses a spoon I mean <laughs> yeah. when I woke up this morning there was an empty carton on the table I was like oh I guess she was up in the middle of the night eating ice cream <laughs> she's fancy with the spoon but yeah we have cameras outside we have like some baby monitor cameras inside just in case like he happens to be in his room by himself and he's jumping off of something we had that instance one time where he jumped off the back of the couch and broke his arm. 
So for a long time, we had all our furniture pushed up against walls, like nothing like was a bareback. Recently, we've been able to put the catch back. I'm still really paranoid and constantly watching. So things like that. I'm like Jen too. Like I always say like I have like kind of eclectic design style, but I really can't do that because we just need things to be like fair or if it's going to be, there has to be heavy enough not to be easily knocked over, Mm -hmm. but like little things he can, well, both my kids, little things they can grab and stuff like that just aren't an option. Like if it's anything that like is important to me, it's going to probably be broken. I do have my one display shelf with all my Harry Potter items on it, but they are free to touch though. So it is okay. But (laughs) scares me like things bolted to the wall. Cause like, yeah, uh, trying to climb, like my son will try to climb the dresser, which he actually broke my dresser the other day doing this to be really close to the TV. Cause we have in my bedroom, there's a TV on the dresser. I think all parents go through that for the most part where their kids are like toddler and baby years where it's like, okay, you know, we can't have the design we want, but when they get a little bit older, we'll do that. I think that's still a while off for us. Like we're not going to be doing any, you know, what's the point of buying a really nice couch to be destroyed. So I'm just going to keep the ugly couch to be <laughs> destroyed and thrown and the cushions used to build forts and all that stuff which is great yeah I know and I have to say because we are from a different time so there was no Amazon like there was not the stuff just wasn't available like all these fancy locks and door alarms and stuff like this mm-hmm. but thank god my husband installs fences for a living because what we did is we just fenced the whole outside so like no matter what door she did get out she'd be in a fence and couldn't get out you guys are bringing back all these memories <laughs> I forgot about all this stuff. (laughs) Well, that's the thing with the cameras too. I was going to say like, so we share a house with my parents and I always say it works with like paranoid old people because then we can have cameras out front all for them. And we also have cameras out (laughs) You run out there, the light comes on. Like, I need to know where he is because we live right next to a major road. So like that stuff freaks me out. It also keeps me really clean because he runs everywhere and I'm always afraid of him tripping and falling. So I guess... Yeah. Yeah. What about you and your Ville, Rach? When Seely was littler, we were always in a Seely zone. So we would like trap using ottomans and bookshelves and things to like make small spaces for her to be able to do like circuit training almost. So she'd go from the blocks to this thing, to the books, to this thing, to this and to the tent. And so when she moved on past those, uh, the zone keeping her contained, it's really just been like having an 18 month old or a two year old here all the time. So we do have stuff out, but a lot of it is geared towards her or a place to shove our shoes away so that when she's circling or swiping, our stuff can be put away. I have a mini loper, throw it, sensory seeker who's busy. Ta-da! And so it's like, I sort of feel like we're on that. Maybe Kimmy could tell me, but I feel like that three or four room, each room where it's all the activities, all the painting, all the glitter, all the damn doing everywhere. We too have a swing. We have the we have one on each floor because we can't even get to the other space in time to regulate without having both. But we're the people that had the pool in the garage and the dress up zones and, you know, just a lot of things in little sections all the time. We are moving really soon. And there were a lot of choices put into that, like what's going to be a better home for us. The county calls this a safe container, but for us, this means there's a huge fence. There's opportunity for her to have her own sort of suite 
um, in the basement where eventually we'll have a kitchenette for her and more cameras than the CIA lobby. <laughs> but like, it's, it's funny, like the things that in this new house that most people would be like, oh, gross. We're like, oh, she can't even break that. For instance, her bathroom, she's been um, like really hitting her, a particular part of her arm on our shower just for some input, but also it's self-harm and it's hard and really like sticking it to the whole shower and the bathroom because there's all these corners and edges. Well, in this new house, the shower downstairs that's attached to her bedroom is cinder block shower. And I'm like, perfect. <laughs> like That will hurt enough that you won't do this. And also you're never going to break a cinder block shower. Hey, there's wood paneling on her bedroom walls. And it's like, who's that guy from the the ranch that's like Sam Elliott, maybe he's got a big white mustache and he looks like Western no matter what. Sam Elliott. Listen, this house looks like an incarnation of that man's attitude. (laughs) So it's like rustic basement, wood paneling, 1950s, 1970s kind of vibe. And my dad's like, what the This has got to go. We need some sheetrock guy. And I'm like, dad, she can't kick a wood wall and hurt it. Like, I just think this is the best thing that ever happened. You know, all these modifications are built for sturdy semi-style throw up some white paint on that there wood paneling (laughs) so it's weird you know I love interior design I love an eclectic vibe I really used to take a lot of pride in the presentation of my space not only for myself but for people because I feel like it's an extension like how you pick an outfit which I don't care about outfits anymore either but I used to and it's gone. It looks like a damn preschool show. Uh, <laughs> tornado in here is fine with me. Don't you guys think it's funny? I thought about this during COVID, how a lot of people, and in, like generally with the whole COVID pandemic, everything, uh, there's been a big shift in interior design where people have made their homes more functional and applicable to like doing things in the home as before people were like oh let's go out and the tiny homes were huge and we'll just play outside all day well <laughs> now we have a pandemic and you're stuck inside your tiny house <laughs> but now like for us it's like another part of the pandemic where like all the schooling issues and people not knowing to do with their kids like that was something we're already used to and it's the same thing here it's like our homes are already set up to be home all the time because that's what we have to do like going out's not very simple for us and so and we do try to make those efforts to go out but like we have a play structure in our backyard we have a trampoline we have all this different stuff that like we might have not splurged on or invested in if we had typical kids but for us like you could go to the park or the zoo or whatever it's just so simple for me to take my son and swing him in the backyard instead of going to the park and dealing with people watching us sometimes it's just nice to stay yeah. home and just do your own thing. We are, this backyard of ours in this new house is huge and fenced. And I can hardly wait to build Flannaville there where we have enough of the circuit training stuff that she can roam about and become regulated as our house has become a therapy center. You know, one of the hard parts about this move for us, my dad owns the house that we live in now is selling this and is buying the new house. We're very, very lucky about that. But in describing what we needed to my dad from this home, you know, we have to stay in the same county so that the services to help our safe container can happen. We needed to 
have an environment that can be modified. We had to explain to him that this sensory room is not like my nephews who have a rock climbing wall behind their Nintendo thing because it's kind of fun. It's her friend. It's her therapy. It's her zone. It's her place to be balanced for her. It's so many facets of what she needs. And it takes the role of so many things that it's really important to offer that to her if we're trying to build a better life for her, you know, but it's not optional. It's not like, oh, I want to swing in my house because that is cool. I mean, I've always, I mean, anthropology has been selling swing chairs for a long damn time. I wanted those before <laughs> I knew about the spectrum, but this is not that <laughs> interesting. Yeah, we, we have all those things too, like tents and balance beams and swings and they rotate in and out depending on type of day. And then when you get a new thing, you have to figure out, okay, how safe or like Nixon loves to take the balance beam apart. And then, you know, Nora's upset because the balance beam is apart. <laughs> you know, yeah. like each one has their own individual uh, <laughs> wants for the space, which we deal with a lot. Like Nixon doesn't want her dumping out all his dinosaurs or whatever, but she's got a dumping thing. So those dinosaurs are getting dumped out, you know, yeah. <laughs> like balancing all of it's that. Happening. It's happening. Just roll with it, Nixon. It'll be fine. <laughs> I thought about the tent we got for my son's bed, like, I was so like, I was excited to try because I would try anything to get this kid to sleep. But like, we let him kind of pick from like the pictures of the tent. And he picked like this galaxy, whatever one. And I just remember the day it put up, I was like excited, but I was also so sad because I just always imagined my kids having the cutest rooms that were like Pinterest, like cute. And I had up this big, ugly tent up. <laughs> this day, but it's like, uh that is me well yeah i mean my kid i can't even buy her a new blanket i mean i can buy it for her but she ain't gonna let it in her room and even her toys and we had to create a shelf outside of her room because once something comes in her room she doesn't allow it to come out of her room and mm -hmm. only certain things make the cut to come in her room so it has to be something she really likes so there's so many things that like people buy her she gets she wants but it doesn't make the cut so they have to stay out in the living area which is not very big but it's better than her like if I bought her stuff and it came in here she wouldn't let me come in here and take it out of her room because it's like she's so possessive with her things Jimmy, can you tell the story about the thing that ended up on the dresser it was a six pack of yeah so there was a new pack of underwear that ended up in her room on it was on top of her bureau and I grabbed it because I was going to open them and I'm like oh these aren't her size these aren't her underwear they must be my other daughters so I put that took the underwear and I put it in their room and then the next thing I know a couple of days later goes by and I look in a room and the underwear's back in a room <laughs> she like must have seen it in their room and was like this is mine this one <laughs> and although she can't use it it's not even opened in her mind it belongs in her room and that's it and she's the same way with like any of her stuffed animals and they have to go in a, it's not even a, it's not even like oh they're this cute little shelf no I have Mr. Fox who has to be underneath the big tiger that she doesn't play with and underneath the hippo that's where he goes period so you try to put him anywhere else boom I try to go through all her stuff and like organize and just make it a little less like messy nope she'd put everything back exactly where it oh was. my god and she put stuff back like she's stacking the freaking blocks of the pyramid it is exactly where it what a great like, memory like I mean yeah. I just you just think of the visual memory I know. that that takes to like I uh, feel like why can't you find your shoes but you know exactly where the color crayon goes in the goddamn oh, no 
Uh, she always knows where her shoes are. Her shoes <laughs> well, Celie Flanagan is like they go in her room, right in front of her bed every time. Yeah. Like that doesn't deviate. Like her, you would never find her shoes anywhere else in the house. You would never find her jacket. Her jackets. All, I mean, she's better than the rest of the people here. <laughs> her dirty clothes go in her basket. I go. How can she get all her dirty clothes in one basket and nobody else can do it? The disabled person who has autism and can't speak can do this. <laughs> But you people cannot get all your clothes in one laundry basket. I just don't understand it. Uh, I wish some of the people. I wish we could order up a little rigidity in some of these people. Yes. So it does come in handy in certain ways, but then other ways, for instance, her jacket is disgusting. It's stained. It has a ripped pocket. She won't wear another jacket. It's just like not a battle that I can deal with i'm just like whatever just wear your stupid ugly jacket with the rip pocket and we got her the exact same jacket she won't wear it what's the first thing she does she looks at the pocket and she immediately knows it's not the same one so she won't put it on and i'm just like oh my gosh like yeah it just gets really hard even clothes like she'll cycle through clothes so she she hasn't worn that shirt because it's been like at the bottom of the drawer or has a cup, whatever it is, then she won't wear the shirt again. Everything becomes a thing with her. It's, and it makes it so hard because you can't really even talk her through some of this stuff. Like, no, you like this shirt. She's like, hmm, not, nope, not happening, lady. So- <laughs> I don't like it, actually. <laughs> it's funny, the bedroom stuff, like Jamie said, I feel like for Celie, it is not guided. I mean, everybody probably knows if you've listened to one episode or three episodes, or you know it's from Planetville, my kid was born a mermaid. You'd be mistaken if you watched the video that debunks this whole theory, but she was born a mermaid. So we can have like this theme, but that is second to the fact that she needs silky. She needs nubby. She needs a pillow that has more pills on it than any like bad 1993 sweater from the Kmart. Like she has a pilly pillowcase for God's sakes and a need for it. Like there are so many textures, weights, things. All of the pillows in my living room are velvet, Amazon $7.99 velvet, but still, I mean, it is like everything has a purpose. It's not just a thing. It's like, it's got to be punchable. It has to be, I mean, serve the purpose to be punched because we got to get the let out or something that can be thrown. We go for wood knickknacks if you're um, having this knickknack deficit because they don't break that that often i will say too it's also all the things you buy to try like all the like different pillows we bought and with different <laughs> yeah. singing yes. they'll touch it in the store and you're like oh he loves that and then you spent like 40 dollars on this pillow and you're like well i'm keeping that pillow around because it's <laughs> i spent 80 dollars on it so i finally just threw out freaking weighted blankets everywhere it's under the stuffed animals 80 dollars. she wanted it she picked it this is she the pink zebra one she the curtains to go up okay and she does allow these pillows that match the comforter on her bed but the comforter nope we have to hide so she has this comforter that's a real thick heavy comforter it's almost like i call it the original weighted blanket because it's so heavy but it's getting too hot for her but we'll have to hide it when she's not around and pull her old comforter out which she's literally had since she's been five but she will not use another blanket she did pick another blanket on amazon we'll see if it happens but i don't know because it's like i think she likes the idea of something but then when you actually have it she's like actually no yeah, she yeah. made me buy her these adidas no. sweatpants for 35 dollars, but she never asked for stuff so i was like that's, I'm gonna just, have my that's like the token uh 
a phrase. Well, we'll see what happens. Yeah, yeah. We'll see what and also then she never asked for stuff. Watch it. I so I did that. And I was like, now it's just like girls like me and Pomi, please. <laughs> I mean, that's becomes a habit. I just want you to know. <laughs> well, that's the thing that it's been an adjustment for me with Jesse, where it's like, now we know like he just got his it's a small world game, which he is really into it's a small world so we knew he'd like that before it was always a guessing game it's like okay he's kind of watching this show so i'm gonna buy this thing to see if he likes it and he might not. and then my daughter who's typical and a girl she just wants freaking everything although she actually pretty good about like she'll look at it in the store and she's like okay good i'm good but for the most part i'm like oh yeah i don't need to buy her everything she asks for because she can already communicate i have to remember at her age my son couldn't tell me anything he wanted and we were just Yes, it like what's yeah. gonna make him happy, comfortable or what's the, the thing but I will say I think like Tab said earlier like for us it's not like the rigidity of like how his room set up or anything like that like we can make pretty big changes but it's like if he has set up his Legos a certain way or if he's something lined up we don't touch it until like it's been there maybe he's forgotten about it for half a day then I can put it all away and just hide it but I better have those same exact things ready so he can really line them up in the exact same order they were or else like all hell breaks loose. She's the same. Like I change the room quite often just to keep it fresh and you know Don't logistically. <laughs> I got she got a table, like a desk for Christmas. So we we move things around, but it's her Lego. She has a setup on top of the deck of the washer dryer and you she knows if one has been slightly moved. I mean she, you do not touch her Lego. Like, I don't know how we're going to move those when we move. <laughs> it's going to be a problem. But yeah, other things like furniture, furniture, that doesn't bother her. Celia has example. these expectations where like, if she wants something out, like she does not grow out of things as fast as she grows into them. So she will, we still might have the, like we actually do have that thing where you put the circle into the elephant spinner and then you spin it a little and you can put the star one into the star and square into square, whatever. We still have the picnic basket from play school that goes red, orange, yellow, green, blue, violet, indigo. Uh, and then we have all the additional stuff. So for me, I try and like weed out the once it's expired or like a season change happens where like the pool is out. So now she's not thinking about the Legos. But I'll tell you what, if you forget a freaking bell marked Lego in the big set of Legos, when you throw out the bell Lego set that's been trigger town. She will see that one Lego and it will trigger like, where is that? And it's just this frantic thing. So like, if you throw out a remote control car, you better throw out the plug-in, the yes. remote control, the control mm -hmm. car, the every goddamn thing. Absolutely. Because if she finds a spare wheel under a dress or someplace three years from now, I'm yep. so <laughs> Yes. Well, and Jesse's really into sets of things. So like, he has his storybots toys. He has all five yeah. storybots. Heaven forbid you lose one of those story books his sunny bunnies you lose a sunny bunny you are on the floor and we're all looking me my husband my daughter the therapist we're all digging <laughs> trying to find like that item and trying to encourage him to find there and, and the therapist is like yeah let's work on getting him. I'm like good luck sister good luck getting him to have like he cannot get his mind off of it yeah and but it, if you I buy think it, a new set because he lost rex of the toy story toys and rex doesn't have the end of the tail bitten off by the freaking dog then you are going to be biting a tail do you get it like it's you they have know. to scratch it 
I yeah. well, bought the exact same toy. It looks exactly the same. He knows. He yes. knows the new one what's the old yes. one. Well, and it, I, I always think about the way our kids' brains work because they're so visual. And so it's like, this is mine because it has the scratch on the foot. You know, like we had that T-Rex toy that Nick had to like drill the legs back into, which Nick didn't care that there were screws now in his legs. But if we would have replaced it with something that had like not a hand missing, <laughs> then <laughs> it would have been like, it's all fine if you fix the toy, but don't change it to something you want me to believe is the original because that's well- not... I don't know if you guys remember that she went through the Lego stage and the all the Disney houses and they're not cheap. I mean, I'm in Canada. That freaking bell house is like $139.99. Anyway, the little flower that goes inside the thing, the bell. Do you that remember? Mofo. Do you I'll remember that? You one of those. Couldn't find yeah. that flower. So I had to go buy the whole brand new thing again. Oh. Just and it's there. <laughs> Yeah, the, but yeah. it's exactly what you just said, Tabitha. Like we, she did not want to put the new one together. She just put the flower inside the missing. Oh, oh that would have been in the dark incognito mission at Thisville. Yeah, Nixon gets these cutouts from school. Like they'll cut out a T Rex for him, or they'll cut out a yeah. state like from a show or something. And then we have this paper item that is the thing for an entire oh. week and then it gets lost behind the bed and he doesn't know where the saber-toothed tiger is until he moves to the next paper item but paper we've, can die. Li- we've literally torn her house apart looking for the mm-hmm. cutout t-rex that he got at school it's great because he now can express to us that that is that important to him but it's also like, what the hell? What happens when it's missing? <laughs> we can't. Because paper it. is so messed up. Like, paper is so wreckable when she sweeps a counter. And mm-hmm. she's not taking responsibility for the fact that that thing is wrinkle fritz because of her action. No, ma'am. I would no, just like to do a I correction on the price. I exaggerated a bit. It's ninety nine eighty six. Okay. I just want to let you know. <laughs> Did a correction. Price correction. Price correction. I just have to say, Jen, I'm very proud of you for saying, I'm not, I don't know if I'm proud of you, but you say Lego instead of Legos. Yeah, they're Lego. It's a Lego. Oh, good for you. I never, I say Legos because I think that's weird. Lego. Well, it's like you're saying Ego. Okay. <laughs> say that's what you're supposed to say. It's all, it's just supposed to be Lego, but yeah. Legos. I say Maybe Legos. it's a Canadian thing. I don't know. Well, Lego. Lego, my Lego. <laughs> I say, yeah i learned that from the stupid lego reality show but <laughs> well and like Alyssa comes home with like these really cool art projects they have like an art room at her program and she loves doing art stuff but she won't let me hang it up she won't let me well thank god she's 26 years old your fridge would be this deep of things because you can put it up and never take it down if she wanted it up yeah but she you can't do anything with it. You can't throw it away. You can't hang it up. Oh, you just have to. No. You want to come in here? Oh, you want to get rid of that? Thank you. What Kim is explaining um, now is that the other thing is that Alyssa owns every room in their damn house. <laughs> so, it's two bedrooms out of the three. Interior. Yeah. Two out of the three. <laughs> 66%. Or she has like her laundry comes up because she puts all her stuff in one basket and it comes up in one basket. But what started happening was over the course of, I don't know, could have been days, weeks, or months, I'm not really sure. Her stuff just didn't get from the basket into her bureau. So we were just taking the clean clothes in the morning out of the basket. 
Now she doesn't want any clothes coming out of the bureau. So even if I like get ahead of stuff and get her stuff put away, she doesn't want it. She gets so mad if she sees me go in the bureau to take something out. And I'm like, no, but this is where the clothes go. Yeah, but that doesn't matter. They've come out of the basket for so long now. She only wants them coming out of the basket. Just these little things that are like, how did this even become a thing? Do you know what I mean? Oh my God, that's the question of all life. I can put her stuff away, but then like the other day, like she didn't want, I let her choose, like I give her two pair of underwear, let her choose the one she wants. And then instead of putting it back in the drawer where it came from, she went out in the living room and put it in the basket where the rest of her clean clothes were. And I'm like, what the heck? It can so easily, something can so easily become a thing. It's just- Oh my God, do you you ever see it happen? You know, when somebody says like, like my dad came over one time and he moved a chair so that he could sit down to put his shoes. And I'm like, no, like you see life happening in slow motion. Like, don't do that. Now we're going to have a chair in our entry for the rest of life because she needs to sit down like bump out of her goddamn shoe on. But do any of you guys kids have like a spot? Like Alyssa has her, she sits in the same spot at the table every night. That's, that's her spot. That's the only spot she'll eat at. Seely Flanagan has the this, only queen. No, Seely's got this throne. We can't even have a chair at the dining room table for her. She has to sit in this big armchair <laughs> that she pulls up tight. And snuggle puts is in. I mean, it's like a snuggle puss chair. It's great, but it is not a dining chair, okay? Well, Alyssa, it's has where I'm seat. sitting. If you're podcast listening and you're not my friends watching, I'm just saying I'm in this big ugly chair the at the head of the table. And she pulls the table towards her like she's the king. Like, well, that's where the table goes now because I need to move it. Big so if you're sitting there, like sometimes somebody will come over, like, you know, maybe they'll be over for a holiday or dinner and we're like, oh, sorry, you have to get up. Like, that's Alyssa. <laughs> they're like oh yes rules are- we recommend you get up very quickly yeah or <laughs> she will probably knock you out of the chair wait wait sometimes she'll come- <laughs> yeah because i sit in her spot a lot like during non-meal times that's just where i tend to sit at the table because the other side is like in front of the fridge and then, then you can will, feel like- her in the shoulder like behind your shoulder no like, like oh. she doesn't mind but like she'll oh. even sometimes she'll come and have a snack and sit somewhere else that's just added like in the past like six months so like but for her dinner no that's her spot and she used to have a spot in the car whatever car we bought once she sat there that was her seat and it didn't Where? move no i'm not doing it <laughs> and when she used to get transported and they would try to change her seat in the van they'd be like oh she's gonna have to move and i'm like oh good luck people. watch this <laughs> try not gonna. yeah and she just couldn't she's better with that now like she'll complain and kind of whine a little bit now but if if she had to go on the opposite side of the car she can do it now but before i mean i'm not kidding we bought a new vehicle wherever Alyssa sat Alyssa sat like and that was her permanency oh my gosh you guys well if you are dealing with this interior design on the spectrum we would love to hear just how things are affected we cannot say enough that long before the COVID our homes have always been a therapy center a place for respite of this of that like multifaceted and gosh it's just crazy I don't really notice that it's happened until you go into somebody else's house and you're like well where's your stuffies to punch like you know what you have a eight-year-old and you don't have your outlets covered are you crazy yeah anyhow if you want to come to any of our vills you'll be on camera you'll be in the weird lights it's got led buttons all the things safety there's all the safety (laughs) don't worry about a thing don't worry super safe 
or worry about all the damn things just like we do. Level 10 (laughs) safety over here. Fort Knox. (laughs) Well, we wish everybody well. Um, Coming up next, another Life Hacks episode. This one is going to be about DIY therapies. We can hardly wait. I hope you guys have a great week. We'll see you next Monday. We'll uh, be with you next Monday. See ya. Bye, everyone. We don't see them. They listen. Oh. Thank you. Check you later. See ya. Okay, bye. (laughs) Thank you for joining us at the table for episode two of our 11 series Life Hacks. If you enjoy the podcast, please make sure you subscribe and rate and review us. Make sure you're following us on Facebook and Instagram. If you'd like to contact us, you can at tableforfivepodcast at gmail.com. We have new episodes every Monday. Join us next week as we talk all about DIY therapies. We'll see you there. Bye.